started out insane. I hadn't gotten any attention from VCs. So mm. these folks who've invested in me, some of them as many as seven, eight times, mm. I got one of those folks. I got to give them a great deal. They've been with me since 2014. You know, figuring out the idea of what we wanted to go after as a market was easy. Building the tech was harder. You know, we found it in 2014. So we're starting to, we're looking at year seven and just now looking at a monetization and, and talking about exit plans. So I got to honor those folks. I got to make sure that they're rewarded for sticking mm. with me. And, and that if there is a nine figure, 10 figure exit, they are absolutely deserve to be a part of that ride. And, and Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that has uh, grown several uh, startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where he helps startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. And if you ever need help, just go to strategymeeting.com and we're always here for you. Now, today we have a fun episode, and it's one of our Where Are You At Now episodes. And so if you remember, if you were to go back about six or seven months, um, Anita, and I'm going to probably mess up the last name, Gardine, is that right? Am I remembering? Gardine, Gardine. Gardine, close. But we had Anita on, and uh, she was talking about her business. We did her journey that kind of led to where she was uh, at at that point. And then to now bring it back and say, kind of, where are, you, where are you at now? How's the last six months going, and how are things gone? We're having your back on. I think it'll be for a fun conversation. You've done a whole bunch in the last six months, grown, pivoted, had things changed, renegotiated. She's grown her team. She's entered new states. She's done a whole bunch of things. And so I'm excited to have her back on, talk a little bit about how the last six months are going, how things have evolved and changed. So with that much as an introduction, welcome back onto the podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much, Devin, for allowing me to join you. I am excited. The, the work that I and the team and all of our stakeholders have done in the last six months and you captured it really well. We certainly have grown. We've learned with COVID. And even in the middle of a lockdown, we're excited that we've been able to continue to sign contracts with customers, uh, enterprise customers who want to be on our platform and receive our care services. And we've also got additional insurance companies who want to distribute our products. So while we're absolutely still focused mm. here and growing in California, we are in discussion with partners about serving them in uh, five additional states as well as other states with additional partners. So uh, in the middle of a pandemic, we are blessed to be one of those companies who's been able to grow and to bring care into the world. So thank you so much for allowing me to come back and reconnect with you and your audience. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited to have you back on. So with that, let's, for the audience and for this is a reminder to them, let's take six months back, kind of where was the business, you know, if you're to give the one or two minute, the 30 second elevator pitch, if you're to go by the old business terms of what your company was doing or where you were at, kind of take us back six months, not all the way back to the start of your journey, but just six months, tell us where you're at. And then let's chat a little bit about how that the last six months has gone. Absolutely. Um, with us, uh, six months ago, we had just taken our technology platform, Oniva 2.0, and entered the market in February uh, and uh, beginning of March. So imagine launching our enterprise-grade technology platform in which we bring care into the homes of employees like Microsoft, San Mateo Credit Union, or Dishcraft Robotics, bringing that technology into the market to create all this great, awesome care job opportunities and these care interactions and then COVID came. So mm -hmm. like many companies, first thing we did is we adapted for Zoom 
using uh, Microsoft Teams and other mm -hmm. technologies as a way to remain connected to all of our customers. And we have three customers. That would be the enterprise customer, the employee mm -hmm. customer, as well as the caregiver. So we immediately shifted over. You can imagine when we talk about customers, I'm sorry, caregivers and availability in the market three months ago, we had massive unemployment numbers. So we saw huge numbers of interest in the technology and the platform from mm. the caregiver customer as well as from the enterprise customer. So we've grown in both areas significantly. And, uh, you know, fast forward, we've changed our workflows, we've changed our processes in six months. Um, mm. We're servicing the needs of those customers who enterprise customers who joined the platform. And uh, as you mentioned, we also had some changes with our. Uh, investors along the way <laughs> and our investors <laughs> negotiated with you. So one uh, question before we dive, one question before we dive into investors and I absolutely want to get into that because it sounds like an interesting one to hit on, but you know, so as you're dealing with, you know, COVID you're, you're launching, you're getting things going and I can see it going one of two ways. One is that, Hey, we're in the caregiver and now more than ever people need our services or the opposite of we were planning on going into people's homes and now with COVID, people don't want you to be in their homes because they're worried about the spread. And so how did you manage through that? Or how did you deal with, you know, being a caregiver in, in that industry and be able to adjust or adapt to that as needed? In that moment, absolutely. Well, one of the things I say is uh, we were absolutely in a great position to be a new entrant scaling because mm. you were an incumbent provider with, you know, millions of caregivers, you saw your revenue drop to zero. So- mm. Absolutely. We were not in that position. Uh, I'll certainly say um, it varies. Some folks are receptive and, and need that help. It's a function of pain points. Mm. You know, I, I, I live in a home with somebody who's autistic. I have a sibling who has a, adult autistic children and those centers are closed. Daycare mm. centers are closed. I mean, there's still the reality of the pain points. Elder care centers are closed and there's still families who need care because work still has to happen. I'm blessed to be what they call part of the uh, laptop generation. I can continue to work from <laughs> home and receive, you know, whatever, whatever paycheck I got. Lots of folks aren't in that position. Mm -hmm. You know, they got to get out and work. So some of the companies who we're in conversation with are those essential service providers. Mm -hmm. um, like said Mateo Curta Ingen, who signed up as a customer. And some of those folks have just got to be in office so they can serve. And well, as other folks have the privilege of being home. So we, we're getting to see the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Because uh, Oniva, unlike some of those other marketplaces that aren't regulated care business, we're actually a care business. So mm -hmm. regulated by the state of California and workers on our platform are really essential service providers and can go into homes and continue to work. If I were some of those other marketplaces where I just do matches and I'm not really a, a care agency, who mm -hmm. knows what their workers were able to do legally? But, you know, we built our business model, our technology, and built our relationships so that we could operate exactly in this kind of environment. And our technology was built to create repeat care matches just so you can keep getting that caregiver. You know, think about a rideshare business. You don't want to get in the next random car showing up. If you know you always got the driver you want, if it's to mm. take your child to school those two days a week or to take you to the airport because you do have a business meeting or to run out and do those errands. You know, families think about expanding that circle of trust and bringing in that, you know, one resource maybe. Hmm. Neva's the perfect solution in that regard. So again, if you really want to minimize your exposure, our technology platform becomes much more useful and valuable. And then finally, I'll add, in addition to enterprise grade and security, we absolutely 
um, built to show verified result, uh, verified credentials of a caregiver. That hmm. means we can show you when they had their last uh, coronavirus test hmm. result. It was negative, and soon we'll be able to show you a vaccine, whether or not that's been administered. So, from a care perspective, our technology, because of how we built it around trust and safety from the beginning, we just you know fit into uh, the COVID world, so to speak. Hmm. But that. It makes folks who do need to think about opening those doors because they have the, the pain point of care and working from home or having to go to work. Um, mm. They're finding that our technology uh, and our business model was designed to fit into COVID. So that's what excites me. Certainly that's been what's in, uh, and enabled us to secure additional investment. So we've raised a bit of money since I've seen you, um, but it also enabled us to continue to grow and have those doors open in some cases. But but I'm absolutely going to say when it first hit for many of us, doors went shut. Mm. Absolutely got it. And for, and for us as a growing company, certainly uh, damaged our forecast of what we thought 20 would look like. Um, mm. But now that we are seeing, uh, you know, what we can call our new normal, we do have the hopes of vaccines. And as mentioned, so many customers are able to see that we can demonstrate those certified results. Mm. Many of us have the pain points. I, I, as mentioned, I still have a kid in school. I still live in two houses with an 86 year old woman. And as you heard me say, I live with adult autistic family members. So we mm. still have a need and we still have a pain point. And I'm able to be here with you today because there's a caregiver and Oniva Pro with my mom in her home today so that I can be working. No, I think that's it. It's, inter it's interesting how different companies have set or adjusted to COVID. And I think that it's an, a bigger, it's not just COVID. COVID certainly something that comes up, but you're always going to have things that change in the marketplace. Everything is going to, and if you can dynamically first set your co company up to be dynamic enough and realize that, hey, this is an opportunity we can adjust to, we can make it better, then it's going to be the differentiator between often being successful versus the ones that aren't able to make it. And it sounds like you guys have adjusted well. And, you know, not that you don't have pain points, not that you don't have to deal with things, but, you know, dealing with that and having the structure and the management in place to do that is it sounds like it was certainly an added advantage. Now, one of the things that you started to allude to, and we'll jump to that now, is that you did have, you know, you were on your Series A raising some money, getting or closing around, and you had, you know, some of that. And I'm sure it's not just you. I, you know, working with a lot of startups, small businesses, you know, they've had investors that they thought, hey, this is done in the bank and it's going to be, you know, closed. And they, they pull back. Investors are saying, hey, this is uncertain time. We don't want to put our money at risk. We're going to focus on the businesses we've already invested in and not invest in new opportunities. And so there's been a lot of adjustments. So maybe walk us through a little bit, kind of a what year, you know, what happened to you and how that, uh, how you guys navigated through that. Well, again, uh, I'm a former CFO. I left my corporate career in as a finance officer. So I only bring that up to say that we run efficiently and, and we manage cash well. So, um, you know, as mentioned earlier, I'm also more likely to be hit by lightning three times than receive VC investment. So mm -hmm. I've raised through friends and family round. I've raised over $3 million, uh, to build the technology to, that now we can scale out to these locations. But uh, along the route within the last six months, I believe it was in August, we were actually in a meeting with one of our partners and just discussing with the board what our plans were. And at that point, we started to, we're just now starting to talk about our second patent. I shared with you last time, we have a patent for creating trust and safety in the in-home care market. It was awarded in 2019. Mm. Well, we also have a second patent and it's how we create that amazing caregiver video that every customer sees. Mm. And we 
apply AI to create video content, literally to create, produce, edit video content with no human intervention. So mm. now that I'm starting to talk about that patent, I was able to attract some additional investor interest in that regard. Um, so in, in any event, in speaking to one of our partners and we were presenting into a board meeting and somebody said, gee, just for the technology like yours, 350 million is a great price. Mm. And it certainly caught our ears. And, um, you know, we've only You're like, great, write the check. We'll take it. No. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, you know, you got to talk to your existing investors. Right. So, you know, we heard the number and then the, the next day, the person who was in the boardroom came and met to meet with us and said, after you left the board meeting, yeah, they were going, that's a good number for you guys. And mm. I something really um, that I can't repeat, but uh, I was quite stunned to hear it, right? That mm. somebody said 350 million. Um, but uh, because we've only raised to date in the form of convertible notes, mm. um, and God bless Wilson Sonsini and great law firms like yours for creating corporate docs, that meant that 90% of that would have gone to me. Mm. And my existing investors weren't as pleased with the notion of me getting, you know, they'd have gotten back, you know, about 5 million and I'd have kept 390% of 345 million. So mm. that resulted in my investors led by uh, Chris Yeh, you know, the author of Blitzscaling, and he is my right hand and a, and a tremendous asset. Um, but as uh, the moment when he realized that I saw his eyes light up and he demanded an investor meeting with my family investors to renegotiate. Mm. Um, a renegotiation, as, as I shared with you, Devin, has to be similar to the a medical visit that men take where you're asked to turn your head and cough because <laughs> it did not feel good. It wasn't pleasant, um, but it did result in a good outcome. And that was uh, we did renegotiate with our investors. And mm. that when we do raise our Series A and mm. when we do, um, if at some point we IPO or have a change in ownership, they'll benefit from it. And as much as we will as, as the owners. So I'm excited to say that Chris Yeh and, and the team that, that worked with us negotiated a new deal that was better for all investors. And, and it certainly means that Anita doesn't get to keep 90% of, of uh, $345 million. But what our existing investors as a, a set of families came back and said is, we want you to do the go big exit. It's great that you, you know, somebody said this for tech only sale, but now we want to see, you know, X number of subscribers on the platform and then go for this, you know, X billion dollar exit by 23. So now we are absolutely closing out the seed round. We're absolutely uh, raising a series A round and mm -hmm. we're looking for another uh, 18 million of the 25 on a hundred million creep. So if you have folks who are interested in investing, come find us, um, investors in, in our a series A round get to benefit from both um, patents, patent one being Oniva Concierge Care, which is scaling nationally, and the second being the AI robot video director, which creates content, certainly we'll use it for our own use. Um, but we know from the years we've spent as a certified minority-owned supplier working with great companies like Microsoft, Apple, and Disney, there are others, companies who are going to find value in that technology. So uh, I'm excited that my husband, my co-founder, I think this is his 10th patent, um, mm. he's a video guy. Um, he did get a, his company kept the Oscar for sound. So if you think about all the elements that you want to have in creating that type of tech, what better way to bring it to the market than as a certified minority owned business. Um, mm. And I think we can help a lot of great companies who create content, do it cheaper, faster, better um, once they use our product. No, and I think that a couple things you hit on that I think is, is certainly very interesting. One is 
I can only imagine, you know, the imagery of turning your head and cough certainly uh, invites <laughs> that understanding of what you had to go through. And I'm sure, you know, it, it's hard because I, I think that if you're to get on the investor side, they're saying, hey, we're we're representing investors. We've got to do what's best for them. And your side, you're saying, but we already made a deal. You know, this is struck. Like, how can you come and renegotiate what we've already agreed? And so, I, you know, kudos to you. To, it, it is a bit of that keeping everybody within the family. And I think I liked how you, or I liked how you phrased that, happy and, and feeling like they're being dealt with fairly and everybody is able to pull, pull in the same direction as opposed to pull in opposite or different directions because the worst thing can happen to a business or at least one of them is everybody starts to pull in different directions and they can sink a business more quickly than anyway. So I think that, you know, while never a fun scenario, I think kudos to you to, to navigate that and to be able to adjust that to make sure that you come through, everybody's happy, everybody's pulling in the same direction. I also thought the other one that you hit on that was interesting was, you know, AI and the video creation, that that was almost kind of, hey, we're doing that and it's supporting our own business. And yet it's interesting where you can find those values and those key points that you're saying, yeah, this is something that our business is doing, we want to protect, but you don't look at that, you know, I, I'd assume maybe, and I'm wrong, at least when you started out, the core of AI video creation wasn't the, it was caregiving, it was helping people. And yet now you're saying, hey, as we're doing this, we're building tools that make that make our job better that we can do. And it provides that value. And then you look and say, how does that provide value to others? And so I think both of those are kind of interesting points that you hit on. Absolutely. And as I mentioned, now, I started out in saying I hadn't gotten any attention from VCs. So mm-hmm. these folks who've invested in me, some of them as many as seven, eight times, mm-hmm. I got one of those folks. I got to give them a great deal. They've been with me since 2014. You know, figuring out the idea of what we wanted to go after as a market was easy. Building the tech was harder. You know, we found it in 2014. So we're starting to, we're looking at year seven and just now looking at a monetization and, and talking about exit plans. So I got to honor those folks. I got to make sure that they're rewarded for sticking hmm. with me. And, and that if there is a nine figure, 10 figure exit, they are absolutely deserve to be a part of that ride and, and along with us. So, you know, it's not just giving them the deal. We, you know, we cleaned up some stuff and all the things you need to do to get ready for Series A. And we are just very blessed to have great folks around us to make that happen. And to your point, no, we never went at this planning to build, you know, a project code name Hollywood. That's our internal name for it. You know, we didn't plan to build Hollywood, but when it became apparent as a need and, and it was something that we could do. And again, we're blessed to have Fernando Hernandez, a director at Microsoft on our advisory board. And he clearly early on said, you know, something like this in our gaming division, in our media division, some of those other companies that I talked about that mm. created video would really benefit from that. You know, and unlike the technology stack we built to deliver care, which took years, this is something a little bit shorter Mm. uh, product product cycle. But again, we know how much companies are spending to create content, especially now in a world with COVID. And Mm. uh, by applying our technology, uh, we can just reduce the cost of that and and make it so much easier for a small business to create content. Or or gosh forbid, can you imagine uh, having a LinkedIn profile that was a quick, easy video? that you could do from from your iphone so mm-hmm. we'll you know we'll, we'll move in that direction or or your samsung right we're, we're independent <laughs> but we're excited uh, to be able to bring that second patent in the market so again those folks who invest in oniva in that series a get the benefit of both patents because uh, certainly our 2021 includes creating that separate company um, that that focuses on that and it'll have its own set of investors and it'll have its own own material path 
Um, but I'm excited uh, to set that puppy on its way and to bring the benefit um, to those folks who come in at this stage to, to get the gains of both companies. Uh, and again, just blessed to have guidance from folks um, in your roles and others to, to help in that regard. Uh, I keep coming back to minority certification. Uh, we're also pursuing women-owned certification, but for those of your listeners who have an opportunity to consider leveraging whatever status you bring for benefit, take advantage of it. If the world gives you lemons, make lemonade. So I just thank you for allowing me to share that advice. But that's how you, that for me, that's how I got great relationships with Oracle and, and other companies who at least know about this technology could tell me, hey, that's a great idea. And then encourage us. And, and um, in the case of Fernando and Microsoft, offer a little more direction and input into how a product could be useful in, in that marketplace, right, as, as their supplier. And I like that. And I think going back just a little bit to one of the things you said, I, you know, one of the things I think is easy to overlook is, you know, once you get the money from investors, it's like, okay, thanks for that. And you kind of move on and you tend to forget, forget about their contribution. I almost like, you know, kind of, as you said, they're, they're there early on in the ride. They're putting a lot of faith in you. They're putting investment, they're putting their, you know, time and effort and money behind you. And there's not a certain outcome, especially if you're looking at a seven year development timeline is, Hey, Plenty of things can go wrong. Plenty of things cannot work out. And so to remember them and to actually, you know, treat them and say, hey, I do remember you being along the path. I do remember what you did for us and the support. So let's make sure you to treat you fairly, I think is, is certainly admirable. Now, you started to touch on just a little bit. And as, maybe as we kind of wrap up the podcast, so, you know, we've, we've now done this is the second podcast. And maybe we'll have to have you on for a third because you're a great guest. Um, but we did the first one and, you know, then we're now six months later, but now looking out the next six to 12 months, where do you, where do you project or where do you think things are headed for you? Wow. Uh, next, next six months to a year. Um, how many States are we going to be operating in? Um, we also in the last six months made our first uh, hire in the state of Washington. Hmm. Shop there. What customer exists in the Seattle area that we've had eyes on. And then we plan to deliver service to. So um, our business model is for those resources um, to those regional heads to come here to the Bay Area to learn the team, the product, the tech, to experience the scale here, and mm -hmm. then go back to where they live to live it out. So um, we're excited that Chris Seidler's joined. He's in the Redmond area, home of Microsoft. Um, as mentioned, we're talking to a number of companies about other states that we expect to be in. And right now we're repositioning our infrastructure to allow a multi-state, uh, quick multi-state scale um, into as many as five at a, a single time in the next X months. So uh, literally our technology is built to just drop and go in a, in a region. We've got a, a business model on how to bring the folks in and, and scale them back out. And, uh, you know, right now it's also creating all that wonderful M&P uh, all, all the stuff that goes along with building a great dynamic system and from an operational standpoint, you know, heretofore for the last seven years, we've been strong in product, strong in engineering, because it's been about that design, getting that mm. input from customers and making it better. But now it's about the operational part of the team and sales and marketing and, and the blocking and tackling and going out and making it happen. So we just made those hires, um, some of those key hires in an executive role in the past few months. So those folks are just coming up to speed and contributing in such huge, huge ways out of the gate. You know, when we had a, a company uh, approach us uh, maybe a month ago uh, and say, hey, can you onboard 10,000 clients and we'll, you know, we'll contribute a subsidy of X. It took us by, a, 
by surprise. Yet here we are X weeks later now marking up a master services agreement with that company. You know, is it going to be a deal we want to take? We don't know because, you know, it takes us off of what our, we thought our path was. But when somebody knocks on your door and says, hey, do you want to take this deal? Um, and and uh, we actually met this company in 2018. Uh, their president walked up to me after a pitch and seen our, our Oniva 1.0 platform, not the 2.0 in market, and said, can you onboard 100 million clients in the U.S. and U.K.? Oniva mm-hmm. 2.0 can so, you know, to get an inbound call two years later from that team saying, hey, can you, you want to do business? It's exciting to be able to respond and say yes and, and now be marking up a, a mass a MSA. So who knows where it goes? Um, we have other uh, inputs like that. And it's because of hosts like you who allow us to share our story and our message and talk about our capabilities and our desire to mm-hmm. grow and scale with like-minded people. And I really love how, uh, thank you for making me feel good about how I treated our, our investors, but it's about our values. Uh, how can we be a company based in trust and care and family and not treat my investors that same way, the same way I would treat my caregivers, my employee customer and enterprise customer. So this is my, my way of saying, so Devin, if you invest in me, I'll take your money and I'll treat you just as fairly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Always give you, always give you what I, I have in my wallet. I can't promise what my wife will let me or invest beyond that. But yeah, that's- <laughs> I like your wife. <laughs> I like her husband too. That's right. So now, so as we wrap up, and there are, I'm sure, plenty of things, and I think that's exciting. I am excited to see, and I think it'd be fun to have you back on, maybe in six months or a year, and kind of see. It's fun <laughs> to see the progression as you guys continue to move forward. Now, for people that are wanting to, whether it's myself or other people wanting to be an investor, they want to be a client, they want to use your service, they want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above, what is the best way to connect up with you and find out more? Absolutely. You can always come to my website, www.oniva.com. That's spelled O-N-E-V-A. And you can find me, Anita, at oniva.com. And you can find me, Anita Gardine, on LinkedIn. So I am excited to expand the network and we always look for collaborative opportunities to grow. So especially if you are an insurance company and you're looking to bring more value to your customers anywhere in this country, and that includes your customers being able to have access to FBI background check in-home care, to cook, clean, shop, and drive whatever services they need for their children, pets, and elders. We're excited to be a part of that. So Devin, thank you for allowing me to make that pitch and that commercial. I'll, I'll hit you up offline about cash and I invest in and I thank you again for the opportunity to share with the audience. Thank you for making time for me and folks uh, who look like me. Uh, I'm excited to be able to be where we are in the market and to be able to just share uh, more care with folks who need it. So that's what we're really about at the end of the day. Absolutely. I love to share. I love to share and uh, to provide them your message to other people, because I think what you guys are doing is certainly needed and it's certainly a great service. Now, for all of you, all the other people that are listeners, you want to you have your own journey to tell, whether it's you're just getting started or you're not like Anita and you've made it through the trenches and you're coming out and you're growing and make it and you're being successful, wherever you're at along your journey. If you'd like to apply to be on the, a guest on the podcast, feel free to go to inventivejourneyguest.com. We're always here to hear your journeys and share them. If you're a listener, always make sure to click subscribe so you can get notifications as all the new episodes come out. And last but not least, if you ever need help with patents and trademarks, we're always here to help you as a startup or small business and just go to strategymeeting.com and grab some time to chat with us. 
Thank you again, Nita. It's been as fun. It's been, I don't know. It may be even more fun than last time, if that's even possible. But thank you again for coming on. And it's been a pleasure and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you, sir. You have a great day. Bless you. Thank you for the opportunity and your audience. Thank you all. Have a great day. <laughs>